Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. Zup. <laughs> In this is episode 439 of the show. This episode is nine of my best leadership tips, and I think this is definitely a shareable one. So make sure you get your little fingers out there, get your phalanges out there. Make sure you are sharing this with people, uh, and make sure you are leaving subscriptions and five star reviews. That is how this podcast stays ranked. That's how we keep it free, ninety nine. And of course, when we get to twenty five hundred five star reviews, I'm really excited to go ahead and give you guys a twenty five hundred dollar giveaway. So make sure you get those reviews in. They do mean a lot to me, and I do read all of them, especially in this crazy, crazy time we have right now. I've never had haters like this before. This is like a whole new, a whole new world. Anyway, I love this episode. It is one of my most powerful trainings. I feel like my trainings are getting better and better. And it's because of you guys consistently making sure that I show up. So appreciate all you guys uh, booking your coaching calls with me, uh, etc. It makes for really awesome podcast content. Speaking of which, if you're listening to this and you're a network marketing or sales leader of any type, if you want me to do a training call for your team, make sure that you just email askjessielee at gmail.com. Um, and if that was hard for you to write down, just DM me on Instagram at I'm Boss Lee. As long as you can get 100 people or more on a Zoom, I will do a free training for you. Just go ahead and message me. I'll shoot you the link. Today's five-star viewer is Amy Lingram. Amazing knowledge and wisdom. Five stars. I'm new to the network marketing world, and I am learning so much from your podcast. This is the place I turn when I have a question, need some hype, energy, or ideas. Thank you so much. You are welcome, my darling. You are welcome. I know a lot of you are in this Telegram channel. Hopefully, you are loving it as much as I am. I did a pop-up training a couple about a week ago, and it was literally so much fun. Um, your guys' energy was crazy, so make sure you're part of that Telegram channel. I will not be harassing any of you. I will just simply say 54321, and we will have have a random pop-up Zoom training, and it was so much fun last time. Can't wait to see how many people get on round two. What you're hearing on this episode of the podcast is me training a network marketing team. Anything that could be perceived as an income claim is not guaranteed and cannot be guaranteed. If you choose to participate in a network marketing company, please understand it is very hard work, and by no way are my results typical. I truly love and appreciate you guys. You've made this podcast quite the movement, and I just can't really show any I don't know how to show my appreciation. So I just want to take the time right now to say thank you so much. I really, really, really appreciate all of you. And uh, thank you, especially to those of you who took the time to leave a review. It's interesting. I can see how many people listen. And the reviews are nowhere near as many listeners, but that's okay. I'm sure some of you are secretly listening. So that's okay, too. Anyway, love you guys. Appreciate you. And I hope you love this episode of the show on leadership. Training, though, I want to talk about uh, some things that you should never forget as a leader. All right, things you should never forget as a leader. And I just want to start and preface this by saying this is way more easier said than done. Okay, <laughs> way more easier said than done. And um, I'll just say right off the bat, the very first thing about leadership is when you're in action, what might be really useful is if you, this will be like a little assignment that I wasn't expecting to give, but it just popped in my head. I know a lot of you are friends on here. If I were you, I would, don't announce it, but I would jump on somebody's team call and watch what I want you to do. Here's the assignment. I want you to watch how that person's team actually perceives the leader. A lot of your faces just told me a story I don't think you like very much, but I still love you guys. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> I like the pounding of the keyboard in the chat. <laughs> right? Because if you don't know how your team actually perceives you, 
it makes your leadership job a lot more difficult. I think a lot of us forget very simple basics about leadership and we want to become these like level five leaders, you know, John Maxwell level five pinnacle leadership. And we forget that in order to ever be a level five leader, you still have to be a level one, two, three, and four leader, right? Level four, I think is the most difficult. We did that whole training on this call a couple months ago about it, um, the replays somewhere, but like we want to be that level five, but level five leaders are perceived completely differently as the other four. And it's when you combine all five of them that the team really starts to move in action. So if you're voyeuring somebody else's team and you're like, these people are literally sleeping over here. Everyone's on their damn phone. What the hell? They don't respect a damn thing about you. Oh my God, we gotta, we gotta change this up. What is going on? Oh, we lost them. We lost them. We lost them, right? Like you from an outside perspective. It's really useful. And then you really could say at the end of the call, by the way, guys, I just want to say we had a special guest on the call today. Amber Higgins was on the whole time watching y'all. I hope you guys showed up at your best. Uh, you know, like you can really do that. You know, you can be a little like, <laughs> right, about it um, and, and let them know like people are watching. It's been like a common theme that we've been talking about over the last couple of months, ever since more with the freaking 50 cent thing, right? Like who the hell is watching us? You just really don't know. Um, but watch that so you can see how, it, how the team is being perceived, right? And you can kind of scroll through and be like, well, you know, Courtney's paying attention, but you know, Liz Beth's out there in Mexico, sun in her buns. I'm just kidding. She's totally not. Um, <laughs> uh, David's sun in his buns. Happy birthday, by the way. Right. But um, anyway, so. Number one thing is we need to remember that it's our jobs as leaders to make their businesses easier for them, not harder. And I know we get away from that more often than not, right? Again, because we're so used to it. It's so obvious you would use a boards app or whatever to use a shortcut. It's so obvious you wouldn't have to type the scripts. It's so obvious we have scripts. It's so obvious you add tag message. It's so obvious Betty the bot. It's so obvious the giveaways. It's so obvious, it's obvious, it's obvious, it's obvious, except for it's not. We need to make sure on our calls and on our trainings and the way we vocalize things to our teams, we are making things as simplistic as possible. It is a leader's role to increase effectiveness and efficiency so you can drive improvements. And if people are confused, they don't do anything. Simplify your emails. Simplify your texts. You're not sending emails, are you? Simplify your texts. Simplify your WhatsApp conversations. I know a lot of you love to type in paragraphs. I don't know that many people who like to read paragraphs. Um, I just got off a phone call with Eric Worre um, about, obviously, the, um, the mastermind. I know you're all obviously invited to on the 22nd and his assistant or whatever sent me two days ago like this whole mastermind link thing and you need 3,000 people and like all this extra stuff and I literally wrote back to her I'm like cancel it I'm, I'm not doing all this uh-uh cancel it she's like what I'm like no I I don't even know what you're saying like, that is not the assignment. <laughs> like, that's not what I signed up for. I don't know where we got lost in communication, but I'm not doing any of whatever you're saying. Um, it's 50 people, and those people are getting trained by Eric, and that's that. I'm like, that's what I understood. And she's like, I da 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 And I said to, um, so I, yeah, I said cancel it. I said, I'll just do a retreat in Vegas for three days. I don't care. And um, 
I mean, I kind of knew it was going to happen if I said that anyway, like, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so Eric called me and he's like, what happened? I'm like, well, I don't know. I think it got lost in translation. He's like, what do you mean? I said, well, I don't know what she's talking about. It was never communicated to me that you got to fill out some this. You need a bio for that. Why do we need a bio? I was like, these 50 people know me. They know my dog's names. They know where I live. Uh, they don't know. They know who I am. I got a group chat. He goes, did you read like all the stuff she sent you? I said, hell no. That girl sent paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. I don't know anything she said. And he just started busting out laughing. He's like, oh no. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what she said. She probably said it three months ago that I had to fill something. I don't, I don't know. I just kept throwing away the forms she kept emailing me. Like, stop emailing me forms. I'm not filling it out. I got to read three paragraphs before I even get to the form. He just started giggling. He's like, no, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll make it all work. I'm like, communication. He's like, well, what do you need? I said, I don't know. You tell me. He goes, do you just need a link? I said, yeah. All right. The whole team can have one hour with you. That's all. He's like, okay. So I'll get you a link. It'll be like slash the empire. And then it's fine. I said, now, why couldn't she just say it like that? That's simple. I can do that. That's simple. I was like, oh, the empire does not need a Jesse Lee bio. Okay. I don't know these other leaders that you're working with that need to be put on a freaking throne and carried into their company events. You ever seen that? on Instagram, these people literally put people on freaking chairs like this, carry them in the air. I'm like, this is why they call it a cult, man. That's looking awfully culty. Y'all put me on a damn chair and put me in the air. I'm a, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna do something reckless. <laughs> I don't really know. I'm not into crowd surfing. Anyway, please, effectiveness, efficiency. Told that whole story just to say effectiveness and efficiency. But nobody wants a million and a half reports. No, I know we like the information, the team doesn't. Okay, so I want you to think about that. And a lot of the times, we could actually even make our calls more efficient, right? A lot of times you can make stuff, like sometimes when I coach you guys, I'll ask stuff like, well, how long is your team call? And I love those, you're like, oh, it's fast. We're like 20, 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, cool, right? Efficient, efficient until it's done. And you know what might shock people is if you've set, call it 45 minute time frame, and they're ready for it to be 45 minutes and you're like done at 22, I'm like, damn, that's a good-ass call, right? Like, once you're done blasting, don't just look at the clock and go, oh, well, I'm supposed to be talking on here until 8 p.m., so I'm going to keep going until 8 p.m. Like, obviously, our company says a lot of time until outcomes are met. What if that meant outcomes were met earlier? Like, what would you, how would you actually emotionally feel about our company events if when they said until outcomes are met and they were met at like 5 p.m. and then when you went out and you could have a dinner. Huh. Just like a little twist on perspective, right? People will appreciate that as a leader, all right? Next in leadership, your teammates, there are things that they are all experts at, right? So let them be experts at that. Now, this maybe is partially when you start getting into your rank fours or fives. I wouldn't say your prove it partners are experts at much in the field of prove it. But this is a big conversation that I've been having a lot lately with some of you. Which is, as the leader, you are not supposed to be the expert on everything. You are supposed to be the expert on leadership. You are supposed to be the expert on how to get people to perform. You are supposed to be the expert at getting people to be empowered. You are supposed to be the expert at giving assignments for them to do. What we do as champs as a whole 
and I say this with so much love, y'all get so stressed out. And then there's like a gap to close the month, right? Who's been here? You look at your volumes, like five days left in the month. You're like, damn, damn, I really was going to go on a family trip. I really was going to do the movies. I really was going to go fishing. I really was going to go whatever. Okay. Whatever you're going to do. And you go, no. Oh my God. Now I have to go crazy. I have to do 11,000 TikToks. I have to do 63 Instagram posts. I have to go live every hour on the hour. I will be in simple proven results at one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, four, five o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock, eight. You start texting and texted leading and communitying and going messenger like that's not leadership. Leadership is getting people to move in to tasks so you don't have to behave like that. Leadership is saying, all right, last five days of the month, who's going live? Last five days of the month, who's taking over some proven results? Who's, who's, who, what TikToks are we duplicating? Who's doing it? Who made one? Who, what worked well? That's leadership. Being the one who can communicate and I don't know how many of you are at that point in your business where you can actually do that. Because I probably only felt like I was at that stage in my business maybe like seven, eight months ago, to be totally honest. Now I'm like, they got this. I say go, they like, deploy the weapons. All right? Like, y'all are on it, okay? It takes a level of leadership and trust inside of it. But you as the leader have to remember they know how to do their job. They understand the assignments. And some of you, this is so hard, but done is better than perfect. Are you better than your teams? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Okay? You are. You're better at live video. You're better at follow-up. You're better at everything. You're better at relationships. You're better at, you know, the way you present yourself. You're better at TikTok. You're better at hashtags. You're better at social. You're better at motivating. You're better at all that stuff. But how do people get good at it? If you're always the one in there, you know, Captain Sava, whoever, I really want to say it, Captain Sava, <laughs> right? Like you can't, if you don't let people stumble and fall, and you're always going in there, I got you. I got you. Come here, baby. Let me just do it for you. They never learn. They never learn. You have to let them stumble and fall. It's part of leadership. It's part of leadership. Bam, where is he? Well, it's only been eight hours ago since I saw him at the gym, so he's probably still there. Okay? Um, wow. Okay, hold on. Side note, this has nothing to do with this, but like, so I was at the gym today. I saw Brittany Anderson. I was like, hey, girl. Well, she saw me first. And then she goes, Bam's here too. I look over. I'm like, what in the hell? Okay, he was bench pressing the actual entire gym. Okay? And I'm like, no, I need to text Bree immediately. This is this is something over here that I've never seen. This is crazy. And I say, yo, man, strong with a K. I, I don't even know what that means. But I really was just like overwhelmed by his strength. Um, so I exited and I went to the other side of the gym because I was very distracted by her husband. So um, anyway, moving along into the, the conversation. And I he was there before me. He left after me. I don't know what happened, but he's probably still there. So if you need Bam, he's across the street at the gym, I'm sure. Okay, so... Anyway, you have to let people lead. The best thing you can do is tell them what you want. Tell them the outcomes you're looking for as a leader. 
and then let them stumble and fall and determine what their goals are and how they're going to achieve it. I will tell you, here's, I feel like I'm accidentally smacking y'all around a little bit today, but I really love you. Few things are ruining your teams more than having their sense of value and self-worth being undercut because you as the leader are not actually allowing them to contribute. I know they're not that good yet. Yet. Let them stumble. Let them trip over their words. Let them basically barf on a team Zoom for five minutes. Let them host and do it sloppy. Let them mess up a sale. Let them accidentally go live on their page instead of simple proven results or vice versa. Let them be disasters. It's the only way they're going to learn. And don't make them feel bad when they do it. Girl, that's fine. Jamie, that was funny. What were you? Girl, that, I don't know what happened there. But it was, it was a mess and it was amazing. And I'm so proud of you. Like, how you feel? Well, it wasn't that bad. Like, it was so bad. It wasn't that bad. I know, right? Like, I've been there, done that too. <laughs> You'll do better next time, girl. It was great. Like, I loved it. I watched the whole thing. And she'll be like, oh. So I, cool. Okay. I'm going to do better next time. Instead of being like, what the hell was that? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go live now. This is what we do. I'm just going to go live now because um, you went live on the wrong page. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Stop getting it for him. Stop getting it for him. Okay. And on that same note, the next thing is like, don't be, I guess a helicopter parent. Don't be a helicopter leader. Okay. You can stand behind every single person like, hmm. Hmm. inspecting everything they do, it's not going to make them any better. It's not going to make them work any faster. It's not going to make them follow up with more people. Some of you are micromanager leaders. It's killing their productivity. Then they also don't really want to come to you with their issues because they're like, oh my God, if I send this story to Jesse Lee, then like she's going to tell me this is terrible, this is terrible, that's terrible, don't do that, uh. I'm just going to like not post. It'll just be better, right? You have to give people on your team the space and the freedom to succeed. It's okay to check up on them and find out what they're doing, but like doing it every day is very smothering. People are oftentimes like, well, how is Jesse Lee's frontline so good? There's all these, right? There's so many rank fours, so many rank fives, all these frontline champs. I am not handholding a single one of those people. No. They know they can come to me. I check in. I send love messages. I double tap their photos. I reach out, you know, hey, just so you know you're really appreciated. I send like a message like that every two, three weeks or so, right? That's it. you, You can't build leaders if you're being a helicopter parent. You see the parents who like their babies literally take forever to learn how to walk because the parents, as soon as the kid like stumbles over a Lego, like, you know, like freaking out, you know, the kid is like two years old and they learned to walk for no reason other than their parents were helicoptering them. What are all those different things that you're doing in your business that's making it so that you got a lot of people stuck at rank two because you basically made them rank two. It's a little alarming for some of you, right? Like you've basically handheld them all the way to rank two and you don't have the capacity mentally, physically, the time, whatever, to handhold them to rank three. 
So they're just perpetually stuck at rank two, then get disenfranchised because you're not working their business anymore for them, slide down to rank one, feel like losers and quit. (sighs) Deep breath, guys. It'll be okay. (laughs) Stop doing everything for your teammates. They have to run too. They have to run too. Okay? All right. Next thing. Make sure you're giving people the right jobs. So I think it's a really good idea to give people multiple um, things to do. If you start to need, like, okay, hold on. I'm reading a message at the same time that I'm trying to talk on. Okay. Give them things that put them in a position to be successful. Find out what their gift zones are and then let them fly. Okay. Do not try to force people into positions they don't belong in, okay? So as an example, I was talking to Tawny the other day, and she's like, oh, I'm, like, trying to get better at being green. I'm like, what? (laughs) She's like, can you give me a job that will help me become green? I said, absolutely not. She goes, what, what do you mean? I just want to be, I just want to learn how to be more green because you keep talking about how we like greens, right? And I'm like, Tawny, you are very blue and you are very good at being blue. I need you to be blue. She's like, really? I'm like, yes, I need you to keep doing all the blue things, okay? Because I can't speak that damn Chinese language of whatever the hell blues talk because it's not, my brain goes every time they talk. But she's so good at it. She goes, well, what? I said, so what do you like to do, Tawny? Oh, what do I like to do? Well, and she starts listing stuff and it's all blue. I said, oh my God, just please do that. She was, she would have started started to lose joy in her business. She really would have. If I kept giving her a bunch of green tasks to do, because what did I want her to get better at copywriting or something? Want to get her better at being organized when she's a walking, whirling dervish of tornado trash everywhere like me? Why? Give me an organization job. You'll never find anything ever again. I'm just shoving it all in a drawer and hoping that you never open the drawer. Okay? Like, hope you didn't need any of that because you're never going to see it again. All right? That's my style. Okay? Like, people have, like, the drawer in their house. That's, like, every drawer. Okay? Every drawer is that drawer unless I hire a green to handle it. All right? So give people the right tasks. Give people the task in your group chat to check in, make sure everyone's saying thank you every morning and evening. Give it to somebody, delegate it. Give somebody the task to make sure that the the homework assignment that's getting sent out every day is also sent in your group chat. Not you. Who's that? Right? Give it to somebody to be the hype man. Who's your crazy psycho blue that is like so blah, 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 blah. Who find out who that is? Oh, I got a job for you, Stephanie. Yeah, girl. I need you to hype me. Uh, I need you to hype everything I say in that chat. I need dancing emojis. I need star emojis. What you got for me? You got some gifs? I need the gifs, girl. Hit me with the gifs. When I come in there, I need you after me hitting it with the gifs. Can that? Can you do that? Like, can you? Oh, yeah, I got that girl. I got that girl. Right? Like. Where can you put people in positions where they actually thrive? Because if you do that, your business is going to start moving forward instead of stagnating, okay? 
All right, the next tip a lot of people make a mistake with, but we're not going to make it anymore, is look. Understanding mistakes happen. People screw up. People fail. People quit. People move on. People get disempowered. People blah, 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 fill in the blank. But mistakes are where people learn. And so back to our first core value of empathy. If you punish everyone who makes a mistake, then people stop trying. Now, this is not an invitation for you to become a doormat. Some of you are doormats. Like, you're really cute doormats. I really love you. Like, you like the doormats that have, like, little flowers and stuff on them. It's like, welcome. Okay? Like, (laughs) some of you are getting stomped on by your team. You set a boundary, and they're like, (laughs) you know, it's okay. Just come in. The shoes are pretty muddy still, but just just come come in anyway. I'll I'll hire somebody. I'll clean the floors later. Oh, my God. Oh, geez. That's dog poop. It's okay. It's not not a problem. Not a problem. No, those are new carpets. It's not. Don't even worry about it. Okay? This is what some of you are doing. You are doormats for your team. Don't allow that anymore but not so much on the aggressive side which some of us have to learn right mistakes are going to happen but are people comfortable coming to you and are you somebody upholding things like very simple my boundaries are not crazy by the way okay my boundaries are things like whoa like an apology would be good like pretty much that's like my only boundary like if you do if you do something psycho like this is to all of you if you do something so psycho crazy like out of left field leave the team like you could do the most there's people on this call that left the team and went kind of crazy if we're being totally honest all right you went a little nutso I love you and what happened when they came back I am so sorry I am so sorry. I said terrible things about the team. I said terrible things about you. I was hurt. I was upset. I am really sorry. Can I come back? And I went, yeah, of course. Thank you. I'm sorry you felt a type of way that you felt like you needed to leave. Oh, we're good? Yeah, we're good. Come here. Hug it out. Like, that's a boundary that's being upheld. And then nobody's feelings are hurt in the long run. How can you do more of that, right? But if you're not creating a safe place for people and as soon as a mistake happens, maybe they, I don't know, de-edify the empire, talk crap about pro champs or smack talking each other, who knows, whatever it is. Like, understand, was the mistake made out of negligence or was it an accident? There's very few people who will continue to bulldoze and bulldoze and bulldoze and bulldoze and bulldoze. And those people, you better put those walls up. You better build an eight-foot fence. You better kick them out and not say sorry about it, right? But we don't have a lot of that. We don't have a lot of that. So taking the time to be like, whoa, this person's probably going through something. They're being a little, like, nutty right now, but I'm not going to get on their case too much. I just want to have a conversation with them. And then I've said this on so many champ calls. I'm just going to say it again. Y'all, you all have big teams. You all have big businesses. You wouldn't be on this call if you don't. You're dealing with people. Okay? Like, pick up the phone. I know it sucks. I don't like it either. I don't know anybody who likes picking up the phone when you know it's going to be like, 
maybe a little bit spicy at first. But I knew when my phone rang yesterday and I talked to our CEO for 45 minutes, I knew it was going to start a little bit because I needed to tell him a little bit about himself. Um, And then I knew it would be fine. But I also knew we both had a responsibility to our company to have that conversation. Because I just want to say something. I know sometimes when you're cutting somebody off or you're saying certain things, you might think, oh, this is literally only going to affect me. Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know. It doesn't... This didn't happen, by the way. This is like a totally not real situation. If I have a horrible issue with, with Brian and I decide to like cut him off, I'm like, F you, la, 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 la. It's only going to affect me. Like, I'm the only one who's going to know. It doesn't affect me. I'm probably the person it least affects. It affects this entire organization, which therefore affects the entire company, which therefore affects literally tens of thousands of families. So when you choose to be hard-headed, which I know is our natural state for a lot of us because we do come from the school of hard knocks, when you choose to be in the hard-headed space, take a minute to just go inward for a second and think, how does this hurt everybody else? Because it's not going to hurt the two leaders that are beefing. It's all the other people. Like, I know a lot of us have, you know, issues with one another or whatever. But before you let that become known and common knowledge, think about the ripple effect of something like that. Because there is a ripple effect. You're all very powerful. And then just remember those mistakes do happen. And learn to accept apologies. I'm not asking you to for. I'm not asking you to forget, okay? None of you have amnesia. I hope you take MCT 143, okay? Um, None of you have amnesia. You have a good memory. But understand we're human and there are a lot of mistakes I've made. There's a lot of times I've screwed up. There's a lot of times I'm trying to get on the phone and be like, I don't know where it went wrong. Can we try this again? And the person literally will not pick up the phone. Okay? Both sides. Be a leader, Don't just wear a title and call yourself a champ or a pro champ or whatever. Be a leader. Leaderships leaderships do hard things. Leaders do hard things. All right. Next tip a lot of us forget to do. And this one, oh my God. Okay. I know I've been on this for the past couple months with you guys, but I really want to hit it hard for you. You have got to find some kind of flow. Okay, I don't know that it's called work-life balance because I don't know if that exists. And if it is, we all have different definitions of what balance is. We all have different definitions of what flow is. But I will tell you, you better (laughs) make sure that your people are not going so far into their business to like impress you or something that they're burning everything out. This happens really quickly. I'm going to tell you right now, um, assignment... It's your rank fours and fives. Okay? They are in a state right now where they want to do anything and everything to impress you. And they want to run like hell to get to six. And a lot of you know that feeling because a lot of you are in that feeling. A lot of you did that. Okay? And then what happens is you get to six and you feel totally gassed. You feel 
exhausted. You're emotionally run down. You're physically run down. You're mentally run down. You're like, this is not it. (laughs) This ain't it. This is not what I was thinking. You know, I thought I was going to hit six and then I was going to get my car and I was going to take a family trip because I was making more money and I was going to do this and this and that and the third. And you're so burnt out on both ends that you can't see straight. And that's when people back away from their business. So when I said assignment and I said fours and fives, give those people some love. Give those people some love. Because they're in that weird purgatory of like they're seen, but they don't, but they're still in like self-deprecation mode, right? Of like, am I good enough? And some of you who like dropped rank are sitting there too like, oh my God, that's me. I don't know if I'm good enough. Okay, stop that crap. All right, you're all good enough. All of you are worthy. Cut that out. I'm telling you, you're probably not in any type of flow. Like the best thing I could have done was take that keynote opportunity in Cabo and just not really have cell service and be mesmerized by the earth and then say, oh, get a text message. Want to come to Vegas to go to Utah and hike? I'm like, hiking? Yeah, I go hiking. What the hell? What the hell? And being like, yeah, these hikes, man. These mountains. Look at these little, they're not little at all. Look at these things poking up out of the earth. Woo! Okay, like I was all in my like la 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 la. Okay, it was awesome. It was awesome. And I, I'm saying that to you because what is that balance for you? Are you taking the time to go watch the movie and literally turn your phone off? Are you taking the time to go golfing, windsurfing, um, you know, whatever it is? You like, I don't know. I said fishing earlier, so I'll say fishing again. Brooke, of course not. What the hell? It's me. I'm your leader. All right. Um, so, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> um, are you taking that time? And are you also encouraging your team to take that time? That's really the question. When you reach out to those fours and fives, ask them, hey, like, what did you do for yourself this week? What did you do? What did you do for yourself? I know you're out there grinding and you're pushing for six. Like, what did you do for yourself? Because you don't want people building a bunch of resentment around you. That's what happens sometimes with these like anti, anti people, right? Oh my God, I work so hard. No, like chill for a second. Nobody made you do anything first of all, but also like, why didn't you take a spa day? Some of you forget like you're making three, five, 10, 20, $50,000 a month. You have money for a massage, friends. You have money For a manicure, pedicure, you have money to go out and have a drink with your friends that aren't involved in the business. If you're like some of you, like if you're not sober, right? You have, you have money to go camping. You have money to go whatever. Okay. None of you are poor anymore. I know some of you still have this poor broke mindset and some of you are still getting yourselves out of debt here and there. Sell a trial. You tell your teams to do it all day long. Go live, sell two trials, get yourself to the freaking spa. Stop. You can't live abundantly if everything is scarcity and fear around the money that you are earning. Go do something nice for yourself. Go to a nice, go to a nice dinner. Go out with your friends. And encourage those people that are making that extra money. Remind them, like, hey, girl, 
You're part-time. You're part-time. You just made $2,000 this month part-time. What did you buy yourself? Uh, no, no, no. Not what did you buy your kids. What did you buy yourself? And then make them spend some money so they can be rewarded for the work that they put into this. If you let your whole entire team go out of flow entirely, you're going to lose your whole team because they're going to lose all the joy. And people, let me tell you, you want some loyalty? People will appreciate you so much if you look after that balance for them. Like some of you right now, I, I could like feel your sigh of relief. Like she just told me to go to the spa. Oh my God. <laughs> like I was like, Jamie Lynn, buy the damn shoes. Oh, you better buy those shoes. Kayla bought the shoes too. I'm like, hell yeah, you better buy those shoes. Y'all are making freaking stupid money. You better have freaking $1,500 shoes on your damn feet. Like absolutely. You better. Yeah, wear them to the baseball field. I love that. Right? Heck yeah. You forget sometimes. I know you do. And when people know that you see them and you want them to have a life outside of this, the loyalty is a lot stronger. That's good leadership. All right. Next thing costs nothing to say good job, costs nothing to say job well done, and it encourages people to do it again. Recognition costs you nothing and it is a weapon in your arsenal. It's a weapon. It's easy to do. Costs you nothing. Motivates people to work harder. Okay, we all want to feel like it's a job well done. We all want to be shown on the Empire's Instagram page. We all want a pat on our back. We all want people to see us and let us host calls and do whatever. Don't wait until people have done an unbelievable, unachievable almost job before you praise them. Start by recognizing those little efforts and that will compound. There's a reason I pay it a lot of attention to ranks threes, fours, fives. If you were on my frontline call, every time there's our new rank three, I'm like, new rank three, so-and-so, so-and-so. They're like, oh my God. <laughs> right? The new MVPs are like, we got a new MVP. Wow. Like I'm freaking out on them, right? They're, they're, they lose their mind. I text the, the stars, the one stars, the one stars, the one star, one, one star. I don't even know what the volume is for that. What is it? Like 350? I think they've sold like three, four boxes. Those people have more gratitude toward my text messages than any other ranks. And they go, what? What's a star? Ha! I'm going to go get another one. <laughs> I don't know what I did, but I'm going to get another one. <laughs> and I don't even take the time to text back and tell them how to get it because they're so empowered. They're like, hell yeah, I'm going to go get that star. All right. They're obsessed. They don't even know what they did. They will chase after that. That encouragement costs you nothing. And long and before you know it, you're like, wow. Now I do have bigger and bigger achievements to recognize. Wow. Like, have any of you ever kind of like blinked and you're like, wow. Now they're champ. Whoa. Now they're pro champ. Whoa. It almost sometimes feels like it comes out of nowhere. It's because of the encouragement. Okay. Um, two more quick ones and I'll let you guys go. Our job as leaders doesn't end once you give the assignment. It's when it starts. Because leadership is not about giving orders. It's about putting your team in positions to be successful. Supporting them on that journey to their success. 
and then helping remove all the crap that gets in the way when they encounter roadblocks and then recognizing them when they have the success. So give them the assignments and then give them accountability, right? And then I said this on some call, but I really love it. And so I'll say it again. If you don't get the lion, do the lion's share, burp, sorry. If you don't do the lion's share of the work, you don't get the lion's share of the credit. I think I said it on like 212 last week or something. I don't know. There are very few things that will kill the relationship between you and the people you're leading other than stealing credit for a job well done. And I, I use that word on purpose because that's how the team sees it. And it's very damaging. It's damaging. I hope you notice how often I try to give credit when it's something you guys have done. I try to always remember who did that, who did that, who did that, who did that. Okay, let me make sure that David knows it was him. Let me make sure Luna knows that was her. Okay, let me make sure Brittany knows that that was her. Okay, all right, let me make sure Lee knows that I got that from her. Like, it doesn't need to be about you. And the really cool thing is, I, I, and I can only say this because I'm at a stage in my leadership journey that I'm at, but the, so hear me on this. I'm not a perfect person by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not a perfect leader. And I used to really enjoy when people would be like, oh, I got this from Jesse Lee. Jesse Lee, Jesse Lee. Like, yeah, yeah, that's right. That was mine. And now I like am obsessed with when, and this is what's happening now. They don't say that. And then in the background, it's constantly my mentor, Jesse Lee. Does that make sense? Like the difference, the shift, it's so much more powerful. Like for me as a person, I'm like, ooh, I've evolved as a leader. Because I'm no longer, like I'll hear a quote that I know I've said, and I'm no longer like, you better give me my credit, right? I'm like, hell yeah, train it, train it with your own voice, train it, yes! And then I'm over here so freaking proud, I'm like going like this when you guys are training, I'm nuts. And then there's like a caption that I'll mention, I'm like, oh, It's a totally different feeling. And if you constantly give back the credit over and over and over again to the people that are on your team, they're going to feel so empowered. Oh, this incredible love department idea from Angela Musco. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This amazing TikTok from Candace Suber. Oh, my God. Like, whatever it is, they want to do so much more. Because they know how seen they are and they don't feel like, like, okay, I don't want to tell like a long story, but I'll never forget in my first network marketing company when the master distributor literally kept taking all of my stuff. He would take all my scripts and then he would upload them to the company website with his name and then message me, oh, sorry, girl. I just, it just happened again. I don't know. It just happened again. I'm like, what the? Like I started getting like panic attacks about it because I was getting so frustrated. Yeah, part of it was I was like, I'm trying to be seen a little bit. I was like a 25 year old kid, but like 
Well, there's 24 year olds on here. I didn't even shut up. I wasn't a kid at all. You, you big adults. Okay. But, uh, you, you big, bad adults. You're so big. I know how old you are. <laughs> all right. But I'm just saying like, that's how I saw it. I saw it as stealing and it had very damaging consequences for my entire relationship with him. So remember you're a leader. You're a leader. You're not a pirate. You know how pirates steal all the gold? You don't need to be entitled to the largest share of everything. And everyone you develop on your team, the more credit you give to the team, the more credit you give to the team, the bigger and bigger and bigger the booty gets. Because then everybody's winning. So I would encourage you to almost give all of your credit to the team. They'll appreciate you so much more. They'll respect you so much more. These are all such easy, simple leadership things. I just think we forget about them sometimes. So take those simple reminders and allow your business to have a totally different reputation. Allow people to look at you totally differently. And don't fall into the very toxic trap of thinking, oh my God, I'm so great. 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 Because we're all great. We also all have a long, long way to go.